0: Hey everybody thank you so much for coming today we're talking to roger from barclay group insurance agency and we're going to learn about insurance when it comes to personal insurance business insurance and anything that we think we need to know roger welcome so first and foremost tell us who you are
1: well i'm roger butler vice president of the barclay group i've been there for 21 years i'm also um, second vice president of the professional insurance agents new jersey association and I'm also vice chair for the uh, Cinnamon and Fire District.
0: Very cool. First thing that I, I think we should figure out is, is what's the difference between a broker and an agent?
1: It's the fiduciary responsibility you have. The state makes this distinction. A broker does not have binding authority and their fiduciary responsibility is to the customer, the client. So if you want to use a broker, he has to go to the company, give them the risk. And then they say yes or no, whether they're going to take it or not. As an independent agent, my flu share responsibility is to the company, even though I have to represent the, the client as well. But if I tell you, you have coverage after our meeting, you have coverage. I don't have to ask anybody to do it.
0: All right. So that that's definitely good to know because, um, you know, I don't think many people pick up on that.
1: Yeah. Most people don't, they just don't, they just use them interchangeably and it it's not.
0: <laughs> it's definitely a big difference. So, all right, so what are the components of an insurance policy? Um, you know it's always a really long document. like what are what are the key things that people should know are actually in here?
1: The really key parts of the insurance policy is the declarations page, which has your coverages on there It has what is being covered, your policy period, your company, your policy number, but it has all your coverages and limits. Okay. That's one of the most important things. The other really important thing that most people don't think about is the exclusions what's excluded in the policy what's not covered so if there's a claim you know that hey
0: i don't have coverage for this yeah definitely um all right so then let's kind of go into a little bit of you know at least two types of policies that i know about but you have your business policy what you know for businesses in general um what are some elements in a business policy that someone who's looking to get business insurance whether it's for their company or, or anything else, what are some things that they should look for in there to know what they're getting?
1: Well, knowing the business is the most important thing. So some companies just have liability because they're um, like an, a, a consultant. Um, some companies have property liability, an auto and an umbrella. Um, so there's a lot of different possibilities. Knowing what you need and being truthful with your agent. Is the important thing because then your agent can go through everything, explain why you need this, what this is, and what it covers, so that you know that you are comfortable having the correct coverage.
0: Um, now, what are some things that you know going on on the business policy of things? So, what are some things that people might not think they need coverage for, but they probably should? And I know that might be industry specific, but what are some like general terms people should know?
1: Uh, they, you know, it's uh, time element coverage is what we call it, but it's basically the coverage you get if your business is down due to a covered loss, say a tornado comes in and breaks into your business, destroys it, waters all over the place, out of business. If you're Especially if you're a small business, you're out of business. So mm-hmm. you want coverage to help you pay your bills because you're, you're, your electric's still there, your rent or mortgage is still there, your mm-hmm. payroll still might be there. Um, your own personal expenses will still be there.
0: Yeah. Now, when it comes to... I'm calling it a consumer policy, but basically anyone who's not getting a business policy. So personal insurance, whether it's for cars or houses or boats or whatever, um, when it comes to that consumer side of things, what are what are some things that, that uh, we should pay attention to in those kind of policies?
1: Well, on the homeowner po- side or any kind of property side, it's where the structure is involved. You want to pay close attention to how much is on the structure. And if you are underinsured, you're not going to get replacement costs, which means you're going to have money out of the pocket if you have a claim okay. so you want to make sure that you have the correct replacement cost based on your square footage and the area you live in up north is a lot more expensive than down south it's just the way it is I don't know why but it is you want to make sure you have the right liability coverage if you've had your homeowner policy and you lived in your home for 40 years you might only have $50,000 in liability which is nothing you need to bump that up so you need to talk to your agent to make sure you got the right coverage and there's other coverage that have come out recently such as uh, water backup, and that's been around a while, but service line coverage, mechanical breakdown coverage that you can get for a very reasonable price.
0: So a follow-up question to that one. I know that there's been a, you know, you have your your regular home insurance uh, that most people are somewhat familiar with. And I say somewhat because a lot of people still don't know what that is. But um, some other, I guess their are insurances, but that you could clarify for me, like, so home, home warranty. Is that considered an insurance, or is that considered something different?
1: That's a warranty. It's not an. It's not insurance. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not nothing to do with insurance. Do, there are some companies that have tried to sell it, and it has failed miserably.
0: <laughs> okay. No, that's good to know because I think you know me myself. I I had that confused. I thought that was part of the insurance thing. All right. So then, what are five things that someone needs insurance? Uh, you know, someone that needs insurance should consider before calling. To get a policy you know like they they know they need one for maybe even a car a house or a business what are five things that they should um consider be, like before calling to know cons- like have answers for that you know their agent or broker is going to be asking
1: well auto and home are very very different so a rental property so it depends on what type of insurance so is boat and things of like that it depends on what kind of insurance you're looking for for an auto policy um, things you want to know is the things that are important. I guess is a better way to put it. Is yeah. Young drivers, especially young male drivers. You know, it's not a matter of if with them, it's a matter of when they're going to have their accident. They're out with their friends. Same with the young females because they're out with their friends. They're texting, they're goofing off and stuff like that. So young drivers are going to have an accident. So if you've got a young driver, the first thing you want to think about is an umbrella. You want to make sure you have that excess layer of liability starting at a million dollars. Two, you want to make sure that you, your coverage on your auto, I mean, the physical damage coverage is correct. Some people have 15 year old cars still carrying collision and it's a waste of money for them. So you wanna know what kind of coverage that you want or you wanna be open to listen to people to explain why you think they think that you should not have this or you should, but ultimately, obviously, it's your decision as a consumer. Three, you wanna make sure that you have all the information. Um, You wanna make sure you're truthful. So you don't want to be out there finding out what the right answers are to get the lowest rate because yeah. ew, what's going to happen ultimately is you're going to have a claim and you they could deny the claim. So especially if you're in an accident, and there's liability involved. That's a lot of out-of-pocket expenses. You want to know what you have to protect. So if you have a $2 million home and three Jaguars and you think that 1530 liability is enough it is not you need the full 250 or better add an umbrella because they're going to come after your assets Mm -hmm. you injure or kill somebody and then on a homeowner you want to know your updates you want to know to make sure the home is updated even if you're buying new you want to get that inspection so you know the house is updated you know a 30 year old roof is not going to cut it with any insurance company you're you're going to have to replace it or you might not even be able to get insurance Mm. so make sure that those everything's updated you want to know those dates Seller's disclosure is fine, but you gotta get down in true inspection. It's gonna be expensive, but it's worth it.
0: Really cool. I think that the last question that I have kind of ties into a little bit of what you've been mentioning, but I I guess kind of being a little more specific. So you were mentioning that when you have more expensive stuff, you want higher coverage for policy. So like what is a way besides just um, asking for advice? Like how can someone figure out where they should really be? With having enough coverage over something? Is there like a way that they could come up with it so that when they go to someone, they can come from a sense of like, okay, I don't need to get this extra, extra, extra. I'm good here. You know, like how how do you, how does someone determine where that enough coverage would start? I don't know if that makes sense.
1: Your insurance professional, you, you, if you answer them truthfully and say that I have five million dollars in investments for my retirement, I want to make sure they're protected. You know, just be truthful with them. And they're, they're not going to judge you. They're not going to think anything different. They're going to say, okay, then you, you're you going to probably want to start here. And this is the price. And then you can go from there. You can go up. You can go down. Again, you're free to make your own choice on your coverage. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we're there to guide you and suggest and to give you your options so that you can make an informed decision.
0: Awesome. So definitely a, a lot of information in, in a quick amount of time. It's been very good. Um, I really appreciate your time, Roger. And um, do you have any l- little things that you wanted to mention before we wrap up?
1: Always go to your independent agent. Don't okay. call a rep who's been licensed three years. Go to your independent agent who has several companies. And this way, because not it's, you know the round peg doesn't always fit in a square hole, and one size doesn't fit all. So you want to make sure that you have options because certain companies are better for certain things than others.
0: Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Roger. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. It was a pleasure talking to you. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Business Connection. Remember to check out my website, coachbillmarshall.com, to find out more information about all the great events that we have coming up. And I will see you next time in Business Connections Podcast.